Ah, welcome to Tim and Joel. Call it in the ring. How's it going, Joel Pearl? Uh, it is. Ring? It's going. It's going wonderfully well. I'm a little tired this morning, but I'm well. I guess afternoon. I'm feeling pretty good. How are you doing, Tim? I'm tired. I'm tired, Joel. You're perpetually tired. I know. Life is pain. Kind of the the plight of the uh, the Tim Stone P these days. Yeah. Let me sleep. Somebody yeah. let me sleep. The the problem with sleep is that once you get enough of it, you will want more of it. And then it's just a vicious, awful cycle where nobody wins. It's a except for the action. sleep demons. Yeah. Goddamn sleep demons. But either way, you got up early, you went to your remote location, and here we are. See? The remote location includes people running around. <laughs> Damn right. I got men at work. Need a sign. Does it come with a... I come from a land down... Oh, sorry, that's different. Anyway, uh, no, that is men at work. That's men at work. Yeah. That's men at work. <laughs> anyway, so here we go. Uh, Y'all probably want to listen to us talk about wrestling, maybe? I don't think so. Instead, they want to hit a thumbs up on this video. Let's get on that real quick. I uh, can leave a comment on this video if you're watching after the fact if you're in the chat hey how are you what's going on how you feeling what's going on how you feeling uh and you can subscribe to us here at fight below for books we're uh, gaining subscribers every single day and it's awesome it feels really good to be doing that we appreciate that we also appreciate your super chats you can send us a super chat it's that little dollar sign on the bottom of the youtube window it allows you to donate any amount uh allows you to help us uh be a self funded self-sufficient self-funded service as fight below for books and uh, supports all the local people who uh, get involved with this whole thing. So thank you in advance. If you do donate a super chat, get your question, your statement read on the air. And of course, we have our Discord. The Discord's open. There's a link in the description of this video. Go ahead, find it, join it, and hang out with us. We talk about wrestling. We talk about food. We talk about all the other stuff that you want to talk about. Tim, we have so much to talk about. We have so much to discuss. First of all, do you want to talk, do, do we want to talk about last night? <laughs> You're really milking this shit, eh? <laughs> yeah, let's talk about last night. Let's talk about uh, uh, impact. No, wait, sorry, Greek Town Wrestling. <laughs> so yes, so last night Tim and I went down to Greek Town Wrestling in Toronto. Uh, it's it is our local independent. There are others. There is Super Kicked. There is Demand Lucha. But Tim and I seem to have found a little bit of a home over at Greek Town Wrestling. And uh, last night they put on a very fun show. They had Brett Hitman Hart there. Uh, we'll talk about Hitman and what happened there with him. Uh, but the the card itself was like chock full of Impact wrestlers, which yeah. for me was great because most of you know that I host the, the post-Impact show here on Fightful. So I, I reached out to Sean to reach out to Channing Decker, who is the uh, the owner and the new Greek Town champion. We'll talk about that in a minute. It's, it's always weird when the owner puts himself over, but here it worked and we'll discuss it. But either way, Channing... Uh, Channing was, was a huge help and had us uh, very graciously in as media for Fightful. We were able to uh, get a few interviews and talk to a few Impact Wrestling stars and one AEW star. So uh, keep your eyes open, your ears peeled, whatever it is. We'll hopefully have them available, whether it's on Select or if it's on Overbooked. It'll be, they'll be made available eventually, but uh, we, had, we had good little chats with a few impact and AEW stars so uh once again thank you to channing decker let's talk about the show so the the show itself was at the ted reeve arena in toronto and uh normally tim we're used to a much smaller venue when it comes to greek town yeah yeah like a church basements type thing yeah we we've gotten so spoiled by going to a church basement paying 25 bucks and sitting on the front row this was a little different. Ted Reeve Arena, uh, Ring of Honor ran there during like the height of popularity when they were doing War of the Worlds. I, I told the story to Tim, and I think I've said it before. I went to a War of the Worlds taping when it was New Japan Pro Wrestling versus Ring of Honor. That was the original Forbidden Door Kids. And uh, I went to a show there that had just a, a, I didn't realize the wealth of talent I was going to see. I saw Okada. I saw Tanahashi. I saw the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega. I saw Hiromu. I saw all of these New Japan talent and Ring of Honor. I saw Roderick Strong. I saw all of this talent that I didn't understand how or what they would become or be in the future. So that was the last time I was at Ted Reeve Arena. That was like seven years ago. Uh, last night, they, they, they did a pretty good job filling it. They had all the seats on the floor taken care of. They had a whole bunch of seats around the bowl that were done. Uh, and then they had like a, they kind of cut it off about a quarter yeah, about a quarter out so they could do some uh, some merch and stuff and then do the Bret Hart signing. First of all, I got to say, 
A lot of people paid a lot of money to have Bret Hart sign their stuff. Good on them. So many people. So many, so many stuff. <laughs> so, so many people. So, so much stuff people brought. My God. They had so many people that they had to cut the line before the show started and then tell them we're going to pick this line back up at the intermission. There were a lot of people too. Like we were, we were setting up amongst the line of people being like, holy shit. Like they expect, they were already running late because it's wrestling and, and, and wrestling. Like they, when they tell you four o'clock, it's really five 30. So that meet and greet was supposed to start at five. They actually miraculously got it off the ground at five 30, but it was a mess. Oh, they got man. it done. They did. Like, yeah. I mean, it's hard to do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure Brett, Brett Hart ain't cheap. So they're going to sell everyone that they want that the, anyone who wants one, gets their their bret hart meet and greet pass so they they got it done but my god there were so many so yeah. many people with so many things and they all wanted their little photo as you know is their right after paying what was probably too much money for me so let's talk about the show itself um we don't have to hit every single match but the ones that we liked first of all i think the the match that you and i unanimously absolutely loved was uh the main event if you if you haven't seen the main event m-a-n-e go check them out they are just these these two big dudes we've talked about them before on the show very charismatic very oh like big ready star power. for tv yeah big star power. ready yeah 100 percent ready i the yeah. gimmick could maybe use a little bit extra work but like my god they're good in the ring like yeah and and they've they also worked on their gimmick like we watched them evolve from like one show to the next they've got one hell of an entrance down like it's really strong so like yeah. i would love to see them on tv anywhere and these guys uh they they, they come from i believe they're from they're from the states i want to say they're actually from the state of maine but i could be wrong <laughs> or yeah maybe. i don't know because it is not smelt like maine it is spelt like yeah. a lion's mane so. yeah so they took on the team of sabotage who are a uh, eastern canada group uh, a couple of guys uh really nice guys really good guys talented guys younger and no, they're uh, bad guys joel don't kayfabe they're, they're so. working hard out there to be bad uh, guys uh, sabotage canadian uh, wrestling go follow <laughs> tattooed newfie on on instagram and uh and halal beefcake Oh, so, my new favorite wrestlers in all of Toronto. The the best way I can explain Halal Beefcake to people who haven't ever experienced Halal Beefcake is uh, it's as if LMFAO were a tag team. It is yoked LMFAO. They come out and they've got a, a jar of protein powder, but they're not actual protein powder because that shit expensive. Uh, and they they just, yeah, they're they're a good time. Yeah. Oh man. Oh man. I want them on TV everywhere. <laughs> I had a wild three-way. Uh, it sounds worse than it is. Uh, and they, and Halal Beefcake got the win. I was expecting main event to, to dominate and win the match, but no, instead Halal Beefcake did it. They did a whole throwing the protein powder in the face gimmick. Uh, it was a lot of fun. It was a really, so really good. good tech. So match. good. New favorite wrestlers in all of Toronto. Like yep. everyone push purchase Halal Beefcake. So good. Uh, who else was on this card? Uh, Santino Morella interrupted a Jock Sampson retirement. retirement tease thing. And then Trent Gibson, who's a, a local guy, he got involved in it. They did Santino versus Trent going into the uh, the intermission. I don't have a lot to say about it, but it's nice to see Santino. He's dropped some weight. He looks yeah, good. Looking real he, fit. And then he was doing, yeah. you know, he was showing his veteran ring awareness, uh, simply rolling out of the high flying moves just to the other side of the ring. I don't That's know right. why everyone doesn't do that. It's so right. easy. Even when you're beat down, you can do a little lazy roll. If you're a wrestler and you're on the mat and the person, your opponent's going up to the top rope, all you got to do is roll out of the way. Yeah. If you just see roll. feet when you look up, just roll. Just roll. Yeah. doesn't matter which direction. Just any direction. Just roll. Works every time. Uh, and then uh, what else happened there? We we had Big Joe Doring versus uh, Bupinder Gujar. Now, there, this was an impact match for sure because oh, both yeah. men are impact. <laughs> um joe doring scares the shit out of me and uh he's even more fun to uh have a conversation with i'll put it like that uh and uh, they put on actually a, a much more balanced match than i expected i thought big joe was just going to dismantle bupinder gujar and yeah, instead no. they had a good competitive match they gave us a show right like it was good yeah so really enjoyed that um and then the opening match was josh alexander versus aiden prince for the impact wrestling world championship apparently this is going to be a digital exclusive that they do release. Someone in the chat was asking if uh, they're if Impact's using Greektown as a developmental. Scott Demore was backstage at the show, uh, and so we're like, it, Josh was on the card, Joe Doring was on the card, Bupinder Gujar was on the card. 
Uh, Eric Young, we'll talk about him in a minute. He was on the card. Um, Giselle Shaw was backstage. Yeah. Uh, who else was there? I, I mentioned Scott. It was just like a whole bunch of impact talent because a lot of them are Canadian. That's the other mm -hmm. side of it. You know, they're, they're, they know these people. So, uh, yeah, it was a, a good, good time. So Josh Naden Prince had a really good match. It'll probably be released on the impact channel. So that'll be good. Yeah. It and was then, for the impact title and it opened up the show. Was. So like, yeah. yeah, which I didn't expect. I, Josh had just come back from Vancouver where he wrestled the night before. So he, he was like, <laughs> let's get it on and let's get it done. Yeah so, yeah. so good on Josh. And then the main event, this was absolutely nuts. They did a hardcore match. So apparently the night before Greektown ran a show in London, Ontario, Eric Young won the Greektown Wrestling Championship. Yeah. Which I didn't realize because he he wasn't scheduled to face the guy who was the champion. His, his name was Frankie the Beast. Um, I don't know what happened to Frankie. They they announced something in the arena, but I couldn't hear it. Uh, either way, they announced that the hardcore match between Eric Young and Channing Decker would be for the Greektown Championship. Eric's probably not going to uh, stick around Greektown <laughs> yeah. Wrestling. Not despite being a Canadian, yeah. Despite being a Canadian who lives in Nashville. Um, yeah, so good good match oh my god channing decker comes to the ring on a flipping zamboni yeah it was hilarious so you and i were sitting near a penalty box we couldn't we were like on the same side as the entryway so we couldn't see what was going on i thought he was like wheeling out a ginormous cart of toys because it was yeah, a hardcore yeah. match and then i saw that that's a is that an airplane wing and then i noticed oh shit he's on top of a zamboni the man rode a Zamboni into he's the just, match. And he's got a he's got a, a vibrant blue chair in one hand, and he's yeah. smacking the top of the Zamboni with the other, and he's very excited for his match. It was very cute. Absolutely <laughs> wild. They had a really good match. They did a little bit of walk and brawl, but they kept it in the ring, too. Uh, really just a fun match. Channing Decker did win. He is the Greek Town champion. It is um, expected, but also unexpected, because Decker has done such a good job of not putting the title on himself. I think they yeah. just got backed into a corner with this whole Frankie, whatever the problem is with Frankie the Beast, that he couldn't do his defense, so they just had to do a quick hot shot. I think Decker will probably drop that title pretty soon because he's pretty, pretty good yeah. at not overextending himself. He'll be in the main event. But he just wants like, to be there and bleed. That's all he wants to do. <laughs> and that's the thing. like You and I were talking about Greektown Wrestling is basically like the reincarnation of ECW. Yeah, That's what they're doing. Exactly. And like Channing is a huge like hardcore wrestling fan. And he has all these matches with like the first time I saw Greek Town live, it was uh, Channing Decker and Trent Gibson versus Tajiri and uh, uh, Mikey Whipwreck. So that it was in Little Nunzio, like he was on the card. It was just, I mean, he fought RVD in the last like the last he, Greek Town wrestling event. Yeah, yeah. It's, he just brings in all the former ECW guys, and I love it because I loved ECW when I was a yeah. kid. Uh, so for me, I'm like, just keep, keep doing it. It's good, and they just have good solid matches. Decker went to uh, he had, he had, before the pandemic. He had a match with uh, Matthew Justice, who's in GCW. Yes. My God, he sure did. That one was great. That was a death match that was just bonkers. Yeah, they went wild. So good overall, a really good night. Again, a big thank you to Greektown Wrestling. They are so much fun. If you uh, if you want to watch some Greektown stuff, they they have their shows streaming live on YouTube, and also they are carrying. They have a deal now on Fight TV. So for five bucks, you can watch their shows. They have done so much work on their streaming and on their production uh, from where you and I used to be, Tim. They used to like stream it on an iPhone. It used to just be one guy running around yeah. with an iPhone on, on Facebook. It's yeah. changed a lot. It has. And they've they've made quite a few improvements. So like lighting has always been a struggle. Like in arena yes. lighting has always been a struggle. Um, this time. Excellent. So it's like very well done. Uh, beautiful. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to hero.co to shop today. Lit. Yeah, there, there's still some things to work on, but they're working on it. Entrance way is slowly getting a little bit more interesting. They got a lot of fog machines now. Uh, <laughs> they just, yeah, I think in 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 space audio needs a little bit of extra work, but it's good. Overall, it's good. I'm, I'll help. 
for free if you want. There you go. Let's yeah. uh let's 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 get on their payroll or not. Mm. <laughs> or on their free roll. Their free roll. Oh yeah, just free tickets. That's all I care about. So that we got a pay-per-view tonight. <clears throat> At least we think we do, because literally at every corner <laughs> every single wrestler injured <laughs> someone's someone's unavailable last night as i'm waiting for you to to meet me at the show we found out that hiromu takahashi is, has a fever and he's out of his match we'll get to that in a second so let's talk about forbidden door this is so, a someone in the chat let me scroll up was like <laughs> the forbidden door is open, but we have discovered the forbidden door is cursed. It is, it is a monkey's it was, paw. Yeah, exactly. Like you can open the forbidden door, but <laughs> the forbidden door gives you all the matches you will ever want. That's it good. Takes them away. <laughs> but then someone will be injured a day before the match. That's bad. That's bad. <laughs> the so you forbidden get all the door will bring you interim world championship <laughs> matches. That's good. But you'll know who wins because there's only so long that an international star can hold your world championship <laughs> and not be on TV. That's bad. That's bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of what's going on. Um, let's 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 talk through this card. There's there's a lot. I mean, we can go. We'll start with the buy. And first of all, they kept adding matches. They just keep at this they point. They said the they were going to. They warned out. us. They warned us. They were going to keep adding matches at least. They they haven't done a pre-show with three matches i don't think ever and if ever, they have it's yeah. been a long ass time um danhausen is just cursing the shit out of everyone that's <laughs> he's really not on the card he's upset someone right. should have given him a match see see jj's got the idea soon you'll just be calling impact guys to fill the spaces violent by design versus the young bucks and l and uh, elp there you go yeah, that's fine <laughs> anyway let's <laughs> Let's start with this whole thing. Uh, Max Caster and the Gun Club take on the LA Dojo, and that's a team of you, uh, Yuya Yumura, Alex Coughlin, Kevin Knight, and the DKC. First of all, what does the DKC stand for? Has anyone do we know yet? Is it the Donkey Kong Challenge? All right, works for me. So Donkey Kong Challenge, Kevin Knight, Alex Coughlin, and Yumura versus Max Caster and the Gun Club. Um, I got nothing. I, I don't know who wins this match. Probably the Gun Club, right? He, no, I, I, no. You know what? I don't know. It could go either way. I don't I don't know the other people, so I couldn't tell you. The LA Dojo, though, remember any New Japan show, when someone faces a dojo kid, they are beating the shit out of the dojo kids. What is a dojo kid? They're trainers. <laughs> They're trainees. Oh. Are you familiar with the New Japan? So the the black trunks people. Black yeah. trunks, black knee pads. Got it. All right. Yeah, no, no gimmicks, just people wearing yeah. And and DKC was on Rampage this past week. He faced Hook and lost as yes expected. that i remembered seeing hey he gave him a little bit of a fight though and he looked for once hook fought someone who you know like i was like oh okay maybe he can't throw him around they threw him around it was good dan in the chat is saying that it's dylan something cox is this actually is it actually dylan with dylan k cox see that's really boring <laughs> like i was then, hoping then it I can was see, something weirder like, then i can see why is dkc but why anyway. is he the dkc like what well, because sufferable douche I don't know. Donkey Kong Challenge sounds a lot better. <laughs> Sorry, DKC. I hope you don't see this. No, I'm uh, sure he's fine. Like, I just, fine. Yeah. Yoshihashi and Hiroki Goto take on Aaron Solo and QT Marshall from the factory. Uh, I, I got. They've been on TV. What? I got to assume Goto and and Yoshihashi get the win here. Balance out yeah. the the New Japan versus AEW stuff, right? Yeah, um, you know, jobber QT Marshall. Okay, so Donkey Kong Challenge's Twitter handle is Dylan something Cox. Okay, so his real name—it's just his name, and okay. he's got the in there because he's a heel. <laughs> oh, he's a heel. Anyway, uh, yeah, Solo and Marshall losing makes perfect sense to me. Solo, Solo gets pinned by Hiroki Goto. Why not? Right? Yeah. Bi Wait a minute. If Billy Gunn is in this match, the first match, Billy Gunn's got to pin someone, right? No. Oh no, they're gonna have Max Caster do the pin. He's gonna pin like Kevin Knight because I don't know who Kevin Knight is. Dylan Kyle Cox. We, I'm, I'm over the DKC thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> are you? <laughs> no, no, never. Uh, okay. Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland are suddenly back together, and they're going to take on Kenamaru and El Desperado. Um, I, I want Despy and Kenamaru to get the win here. It seems like they're putting Keith Lee and Swerve back together just to break them up again, right? Like they're just. Yeah, yeah. There's still, there's some simmering uh, like resentment there, it feels like. Not resentment. There, there's there's some tension is, is what i'll say so yeah 
who leaves who high and dry i'm hoping swerve like yeah i feel like keith will leave swerve high and dry and just be like turnabout's fair play yeah healy keith i don't know i wouldn't even slow burn this they've already burnt it (laughs) yeah they kind of yeah it it is it is over it's a shame they were they were a good little tag team and like what else are they going to do for now oh no everyone's hurt i forgot so (laughs) yeah don't worry never mind they need to they need to break them up go for it do it (laughs) exactly so that's that's the buy-in as of right now they could add 50 more matches for all i know because you know this is what we do uh you want to move on and we'll talk about the main show yeah let's talk about the main show so i didn't realize this until i was researching the card but the Jericho Suzuki Guevara versus Eddie Kingston, Shota Umino, and Wheeler Yuta match actually has stakes because the winner of the six man tag, their team gets the man advantage in Blood and Guts yes, on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, that I saw, which is good. Like, I'm glad they added that. That had totally gone over my head. I didn't realize because there was a billion things going on on yeah. Rampage and on, on Dynamite. So I, I, I had missed that. Uh, I, I like that there's that advantage there. I like that there's that uh, that stipulation Tired, involved. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess at that point, it makes sense that Jericho, Suzuki, and Guevara win. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And then they they just pin Shota. Oh, God, Suzuki's going to murder Shota. I, yeah, I think this is one of the matches I'm actually like looking forward to quite a bit. So. Yeah. It's one of those matches. It's like three thrown together or two, two, sorry, two thrown together teams of three that have this like weird feeling that something fun is going to happen. Like yeah, there's going like to be some good chemistry. Yeah. I feel like it's going to work. It's a lot of talent in the ring. So, yeah. So I look forward to that one. Um, the AW tag team champions, the young bucks and ELP take on Darby Allen sting and Shingo Takagi. Uh, yesterday, Hiromu, we said had a fever, couldn't fly over. Hikaleo is going to be in the corner of uh, the Young Bucks and ELP. Clearly, ELP was always destined to take the pin in this match because he's still in it. Yeah, I would have right. Hikaleo in there, but <laughs> I guess Darby has to pin ELP. Yeah, yeah. It's a shame what happened with this one. So, like, yeah. could you imagine if ELP actually like gets the win and pins Sting? <laughs> Do it. Do it, you <laughs> cowards. He would be the most obnoxious POS in the world if he got a pin on Sting. Yeah. I want that. Headband Club is now I Beat Sting Club. <laughs> Zack Sabre Jr. takes on a TBA. Everyone's saying Cesaro. Yeah, I've Some seen people a lot saying of Johnny, Johnny Gargano, Johnny Wrestling. I don't think it's Johnny Gargano. It's not I Johnny also don't Gargano. think it's Cesaro. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't seem right. Like, because they're joining the Blackpool Combat Club. And they're joining the blood and guts match. And they're like, oh, I'll be back. Um, the, yeah, I don't, I don't understand. I don't see Cesaro joining like BCC. Like I, I don't see how that really fits as much as everyone's saying it's the perfect fit. Like I don't, because see he's a great technical wrestler, but so is Wheeler Yuta. I yeah, always talk about so, this so, like everyone's a great technical wrestler, but it's all, it's also, it's also pro wrestling. And like most of this isn't technical wrestling. So I don't know what they're on about. Like Cesaro does weird European uppercuts and has a move where he spins a guy on his shoulders. <laughs> like, the UFO. Yes. Yeah. Like he's excellent. I love Cesaro. I want him in AEW. I want him on TV somewhere at least. But like, eh, I don't. I don't see him in BCC. But you know, I, they might throw him in there. I also like. I think Zack Saber Junior is getting the win here because it is a question of who is the best technical wrestler. Mm-hmm. And if the person coming in beats Zack Saber Junior, well, then what's the point in running this match against Daniel Bryan? Brian Danielson. Sorry, I'll never get it right. What's the point in running Brian Danielson versus Zack Saber Junior for the best technical wrestler when the best technical wrestler was just bested by the guy who came in you can say oh it was a surprise i wasn't ready but like i don't love using that excuse just to go back to the originally planned match like zsj has to win and if claudio's coming in just to get pinned what's the point and like i don't think bcc needs another veteran like i think they need a younger guy right to balance out the two like it just doesn't make sense to me to throw in three veterans and they're all teaching one student (laughs) like I think it's filthy Tom Lawler. There's yeah. a New Japan connection. He just dropped the New Japan Strong title. And on top of everything, he and John Moxley had a match in Defy about a month or two ago. Mm. And at the end of the match, Mox was like, you are like certifiable or certified BCC. Or B, yeah, BCC. Like you're, you're a friend of the BCC, he says. 
Oh so yeah, I and I, I have if they call him up. Yeah, and I have seen rumblings about Thatcher, and I think that would also be fine. Like it, it doesn't. It still kind of is weird for me with the veteran stuff, but I think that makes more sense than uh, than Cesaro. Claudio. sure bring in tim thatcher have him get pinned that's fine i just yeah i don't see the point in bringing in cesaro just to pin him on the first night and then be in a blood and guts match because he's not known or at least to the to the to the casual fan they don't really know claudio as like mr hardcore blood and guts i yeah that that to me is not him so so for me tom lawler who has had those types of matches that's the guy you bring in for blood and guts. And because he can technical brawl, he's the guy you put up against Zack Sabre Jr. That makes sense to me. Biff Busick is another guy I see in the chat. People talking about that. Yep. That would make sense too. Yep, Lee totally. Moriarty, not so much. I think Lee is, uh, they, they're all, doing they, something they, with him. Building, yeah. Yeah. They're building Lee versus Jonathan Gresham for the, uh, for the ROH title, which I love. I think Lee having that opportunity would be just bonkers for him. It's good stuff, but I don't see him being the guy to face Zack Sabre Jr. I really think it's going to be someone that, we all know, but I don't think it's going to be Cesaro. Wyndham. <laughs> Could you imagine? Stop it. Bray, Bray Wyatt comes out and joins the Blackpool Combat Club. <laughs> that would be such hey. a strange dynamic. Hey, man, I'm a shooter, man. <laughs> man. Come and shoot with me, man. <laughs> My sister Abigail. She loved it when I used to do takedowns, man. <laughs> Sounds awful. Let's it just, it sounds like a, uh, uh, what's who's who's uh, anyway, I can't remember the director. My brain is garbage right now. Yeah. I mean, Anderson about, or whatever. I mean, asked about Lady like Frost leaving Impact Wrestling. She was also supposed to be on the card last yeah. night, Freaktown. Felt there. a little strange that she was not on the card considering all of the talent there were Impact and Scott Demore was there. I'm not adding fuel to a fire. It's not what I'm trying to do. No, but like, definitely. No idea, but one of those things where i was like okay she's not there um where did it was she go a bummer next? i was excited for that match like it was one so of the ones I. I was more interested in in the card but she had a great match with lady uh lady frost versus uh jody threat at the last Greek. yeah so yeah i was looking forward to that jody um jody puts on a hell of a show so does lady frost this one would have begun taylor wilde was on she was the one who was in the match it was supposed to be taylor wilde and uh, lady frost but not to be, they did Taylor Wilde versus, I forget her name. I call her Cece Sabathia now because <laughs> I don't remember names. Cece was her first name. Cece yeah. something. It was a good match. It was fine. It was just not what it, what would have been had Lady Frost been there. But no. as to where she can go, honestly, sky's the limit. It's up to her and uh, she'll, she'll continue working. She just will. Yeah. Let's continue on. Winner take all for the IWGP and Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships. Jeff Cobb and the great Ocon, who are the IWGP tag champions. They're taking on the team of FTR and Rapongi Vice, who are there to take a pin. Or maybe they'll win everything. Maybe it'll be a big FU to FTR and Jeff Cobb and great Ocon. And because Rocky is a head office and Trent works for AEW, they're going to take both tag titles and they're going to be like, we're the forbidden door. And that's just going to be it. Yeah, no. <laughs> But then what do you do if you so everyone's thinking it's FTR. I get it. Um, if FTR win, then you do FTR and the Young Bucks at uh, All Out. Do you make that winner take all as well? Or is it just oh, they, for the AEW tag title? Don't they end up with like 10 belts at that point? <laughs> yes, that's what we're after here. We're trying to recreate, <laughs> we're trying to recreate the uh the, the Ultimo Dragon yeah, yeah. with the nine titles on his arms. That's what we're working towards. Oh my god. FTR was like, we can do that. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, I think we can make that work. I think so. I think we could be draped in gold. But what if uh what if they do FTR and the Young Bucks at all out? And they do a winner take all, and the young bucks win, and just everybody fucking hates. Oh, them. just burn it down! No, like I don't know. Okay, FTR, yeah, uh, yeah. Penguins given given FTR everything. Yeah, that makes sense because that seems to be universally felt at the moment. Every person we talk to, all these wrestlers are just like FTR is the best right now. So like, that's true. I, yeah, we asked someone a question, and the answer was FTR about tag team wrestling last night. So you're right, absolutely. Like it feel it really does feel like everybody loves FTR. So give them everything. Let's do it. That'd be such a. I don't know. I, I feel bad for everybody and everybody else. Because <laughs> like, oh God. So so, Ring of Honor is supposed to have a show in July. FTR could feasibly drop their Ring of Honor tag titles in July. Mm -hmm. But is it worth it? 
Where are they going to drop it to? There's only the only tag team I can think of that's established is uh, is um, Tully Blanchard's group. Oh yeah, the newbies, the two new guys. Yeah, Khan and uh, uh, Ta- oh, God, it's not Tangaloa. No, it's um, no. There's like three guys. Cage was there too. Well, Cage is there, but he's not part of that tag team. It's, oh, it's, it's uh, just there. Yeah, exactly. Someone, someone in the chat's gonna remind me what his name is, and I know it's funny because uh, Reg from Grapsity did this last night too, or yesterday. He he also couldn't remember the guy's name, um, but it's yeah. Anyway, that other guy, yeah, the other guy, Ali Blanchard Enterprises, Toa. It's not Toa. It's something else. It's 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 Toa Lanoa. Khan and Toa Lanoa. They're they're the guys that I would have. Uh, they're the only tag team that I can think of who would come back in and go after the uh, the Ring of Honor tag titles against FTR. And maybe it'd be a good match, so who knows. But FTR holding the IWGP and the Ring of Honor tag championships makes sense. I think a lot of people are also missing the uh, New Japan event that's happening over SummerSlam weekend as part of StarCast. They're doing a Music City show. And that is something that's worth mentioning in terms of like the outcome of these matches and how some of the international talent can be a part of it ftr holding the iwgp tag titles means they can go and defend them in nashville true versus whomever and lose them in nashville to whomever (laughs) new japan decides well that's true they could also lose them in nashville like there there are international new japan shows happening on u.s soil that aren't just new japan strong shows yeah so it's pretty pretty good there. Yeah, we'll see. They'll figure it out. They they got plans. I'm sure they'll move all these belts around. <laughs> we'll see about that. Because first we got to get the All Atlantic Championship on somebody. Just throw in another belt. <sighs> Tim, I'm very upset. My, yeah, my this pick, one is the most disappointing. My pick was there, and he's out with a knee injury. <sighs> it's Pack versus Miro versus Malachi Black versus Clark Connors. Clark Connors replacing Tomohiro Ishii. I thought Tomohiro Ishii was going to win this championship and I made reference to this uh, and I explained myself on Pillar to Post this past week. I said, Tomohiro Ishii is the guy that will go anywhere in the world to wrestle and does it consistently. He'll hop on a plane, go to Japan one day and then go to America the next and then fly to Canada the day after that. Like He'll, he'll do anything. He just loves Ishii to wrestle. Holding. He loves to wrestle and, and you want to do this championship as an outside of AEW championship, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Just having it on Miro or yeah, having it on Miro or Malachi, like put it on someone who's actually going to defend it outside of AEW. Yeah. Miro isn't taking in any dates that I can see. No. Uh, independent dates. Uh Malachi Black does a few, but he's very select about it. Yeah. Pac, and I think he's focused on his AEW stuff too. So yeah, Pac is the same way. Like he doesn't really work internationally. Clark Connors would be an interesting pick now. Because he's some guy who runs around. Um, Who do you think will win this match? I would actually, it's not so much who I think. I don't know who's going to win. I can't really pick, honestly. Uh, I would love to see Pac take it. Like, give him something (laughs) to do. Interesting. Yeah. Give him something to do is right, actually. Because that's, I don't like, I don't know, Death Triangle. They keep, there's just a lot of chaos around them um because they they'll throw in and they and they're all having banger matches but they're usually single matches yep. <laughs> or like uh it's not death trying they're not six-man tag matches that they're having that are excellent like it's the singles or it's the the lucha bros as a tag team so i don't know i feel like get pack away from death triangle for a bit and just do something else especially with penta obscure oscuro rather than like someone grounded in sanity <laughs> it's a very weird um thing going on with the whole uh cmll won't let you work AAA, and they won't let you work new japan and as a result nobody like phoenix and penta and uh what's his face uh, andrade couldn't work the show the forbidden door show so what did they do they put phoenix and penta in a match or they put phoenix uh in a match against andrade this past week on on rampage and then they debuted roosh and then they brought in the, basically like introduce the la faction in governables first that's of all you actually, gotta yeah. yeah so you gotta do a third it's basically tk being like uh yeah. let's do something because it's forbidden door weekend and yeah so i'm waiting for dragon lee to show up because that is he is the third man in la faction in governables in ring of honors la faction in governables lore 
Yeah. So yeah. So probably not Pac. But like, I, yeah. I'm. I, I don't know. It's either going to be it's Clark Connors. I'm not familiar. Clark Connors. Clark Connors. So like, could be him because I don't know. Maybe. And then Cowboy Clark Connors. Another cowboy. No more cowboys. <laughs> we need more cowboys in wrestling, pal. They're all cowboys. Everyone's a cowboy because cowboys are the last of a lone breed. There seems to be an awful lot of them. They can't all be last. Whole lot of lone wolf cowboys out there in the wrestling world. Oh boy. Okay. Anyway, uh, so yeah, so it's a, it's a big toss up with Ishii not uh, in the match. Miro winning, I get it. Like I get people want Miro to win. He's been out for a little bit. He's been outside of the championship conversations. Malachi Black is still doing everything with uh, with House of Black. Now they've got to refocus House of Black and figure out what they're going to do with them next. Uh, yeah, it's just a very strange. It's a very strange pack of people involved in this. All like, yeah, and like, match. I don't know. We're talking about Miro, and no, I think like he did what he needed to do with a mid card title. Uh, he has transitioned into a, a pretty strong gimmick, in my opinion. I think the next title he's looking at is his main card, like I, like the the AEW Championship. I think that makes more sense to me. So. Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Miro for the interim AEW World Championship. I'm showing my hand early. We'll get there. IWGP United States Championship match. Orange Cassidy takes on William Jefferson Offspray. Uh, I mean, listen, I'm excited for this match. I've been told to be super excited for this match by everyone who's like, everyone's down on Orange Cassidy versus Will Ospreay, but they had a great... I get it. I get it. People will have their opinions. Let them have their opinions. They're not all bad faith actors. Some people don't like Orange Cassidy, and that's fine. I like don't Orange need... Cassidy, though. Yeah, and I do too. But I, I yeah. like when people are just like, I'm not interested in this match. Let them not be interested in the match. Don't tell people, you know, like, how dare you? This how is going to be an amazing you? clash no, of it'll, You know, I, I, it'll be fun watching Orange Cassidy do Orange Cassidy against Birdman. It'll be fun. Yeah, they'll have a good match, and that's fine. But I just... People are just are very excited for this match. Understandably so. It's going to be a different style of match. Uh, does Will Ospreay drop the U.S. championship that he just won? Probably not. I'm still waiting for Juice to come back and get involved. I really wish. Could you? First of all, we have to. I don't know if we talked about this here. We were supposed to live in a world where the match was supposed to be for the IWGP United States Championship. Orange Cassidy versus Juice Robinson. We were supposed to have orange versus juice. We don't get that anymore. Man, this this whole pay per view feels like there's a little bit of that, <laughs> a little bit of like eh, yeah. you get you can have this, but we won't give you we won't give you this. Osprey will retain. Orange Cassidy loses nothing by losing. We've seen this time and time again. If he won the United States Championship, I think the first thing Orange Cassidy would do is be like, "It's really heavy. Can someone else?" Yeah, it's like, it's just one of you guys be a good best friend. <laughs> <laughs> Here, Trent, you didn't win yours. Can you hold mine? <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Yeah, that would it would have been. I, I see people in the chat saying it's supposed to be Andrade versus Austin. That would been. But good. it was also supposed to be Orange Cassidy versus juice robinson because juice had to drop the title before dominion because of his uh his issues with his uh appendix okay hold on one of the things though like this supposed to be stuff like and i'm I'm not doubting that it was supposed to be because i i read that andrade it's all according why do they not understand their contracts why do the people who start planning this not know what the terms of all these contracts contain already like that is so silly to me like i think i I think it's less about the legalities and more about the respecting of the cultures from which they grew up oh my god what a headache (laughs) it can be i mean listen you grew up in lucha and your your family is lucha royalty you don't want to bite that hand so but like, how is it? I don't know. I don't understand the politics of this, I guess then. I don't either. And I can only go by what we were told by Andrade yeah. because it's just coming firsthand from the horse's mouth. But nobody knows really what the situation was. I Again, I'm just saying could have been orange versus juice. Yeah, that would have been fun. But this will be fun. I want to see the bird man fight. Exactly. Uh, the orange man. AEW World Women's Championship match. Tony Storm, former stardom champion 
she's had multiple is that that's how that okay i think we talked about this last week i was like how is this forbidden door in any way and then they're like okay and new japan was the one who made it forbidden door because aw was just kind of like we need a women's match because we're being pressured to put a women's match on and there's a stardom event the same day so we didn't have access to their talent so instead they said uh tony storm's a former stardom champion so let's good enough do it up and then they're like, oh, and Thunder Rosa has also worked Tokyo Joshi Pro. So that's good enough. Let's do that. Whatever. I don't care. It's going to be a fun match. And at least they found a way to make it make sense in the lore, quote unquote, of Forbidden Door. So Storm and Rosa, do you, uh, other than a good match, do you expect a change in champion? No. Me neither. Yeah. Would be fun. But no. Uh, Thunder Rosa versus Ty Valkyrie at the next Triple Mania was looking, looking good. That's going to be in October. So either that or Thunder Rosa drops the title between now and October. And then it's her and Taya for Reina de Reinas, which equally interesting. Yeah. So either way, uh, Storm and Rosa will be a fun match. Uh, Storm versus Thunder. Thunder versus Storm. So haha, dude, the orange versus juice. Thunder versus Storm. It's, it's you fine. Know, no one's doing that. <laughs> No one's doing Tony Storm versus Jade Cargill and being like, there's a storm coming for Storm. <laughs> Sorry, I'm done. I'm not. I'm done. I'm done. It's fine. Uh, yeah, so expect a good match. Thunder Rosa most likely retains. Uh, we'll see what happens. IWGB World Heavyweight Championship. So this got added to the to the, to the event on Wednesday. Uh, it's Adam Cole, Bebe, versus Hangman Adam Page versus Kazuchika Okada versus Jay White, who is the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. Okada comes out on Wednesday during Dynamite. They did the whole uh, the beatdown and then the the, the clip and the, the money and the, the coin drops. And then Okada comes out, big showdown. And then they announce the match later on. Uh, excited for the match. It's going to be a really good four-way. Not big on two, three, three matches on this card that are multi-person matches for titles. I don't Not mind huge that. on that. I like that. I like the multi-man matches. I feel like we don't get enough of them. <laughs> Not what I like. It's going to be Okada just swatting little guys. <laughs> but Okada's all well. I mean, Okada's bigger than the rest of them. Uh, Hangman and Okada are probably. Oh closer. no, you're right. Yeah, I keep forgetting Hangman in this. Yeah, Hangman and Okada are closer. It's going to be different. I, I I heard Sean talk about how um, they don't do multi-man matches for the World Heavyweight Championship in New Japan. Like it's not a common occurrence. Yeah. Um. So it's going to be a it's different. It's not a common style. occurrence in AEW either. Like they've been singles matches. So like I, I yes, I, I don't mind getting a few. I like I like the multi man title matches. It felt a little overbooked. Doesn't uh, this entire pay per view feel that way? Listen, we're on the right platform to talk about it. Let me tell and you. You might as well go hard. Like if you're gonna lean, just lean into it for this. I'm fine with this because I, you know, I'm fine with it being an absurdly long show. I'm fine with all that. Like because they're trying to make up for a lot, a lot, right? So like I'm okay with all this. Like they're doing what they can. Uh, I wish story didn't suffer for it, but it is what it is. Like different people have different priorities in in pro wrestling, and AEW is leaning toward like they've been putting on banger matches the last month or two it's just the story isn't there which is fine i mean it's not like it's really there in wwe either <laughs> i think impact's the only one killing it with some narrative stuff like it's true I mean, I'm, I'm a little biased but yes um i just i'm i'm looking at the i'm looking at the four-way and i'm like it's gonna be good again this this show is not a show where i'm gonna be like oh the stories the stories oh there's because there is no story (laughs) no and to be perfectly frank i've talked about this elsewhere like aw is not exactly burning it up with great storytelling they really they really aren't like especially it's been it's been a bit downhill for me in terms of the storytelling since a lot of people have been pointing out like since cody left but honestly like a little bit before that it was just yeah, starting to yeah, go exactly. downhill like i mean um, even like mox like he's cutting these promos and oh well I'll, I'll wait until we get to there but like anyway so so who wins the match jay white retains the the world championship yes, yeah 100 okay who does he pin uh adam adam which Cole one would be the most compelling adam i think Cole. okay yeah i i think so i think the because the, the story the, this was okay the story going into it jay white adam cole being like you know, Adam Cole being like, oh, I'm, the, you know, you're going to challenge me. I'm the impetus like, for all so. of this. And it was like, no, you're not. This is I am stupid. the catalyst. <laughs> the catalyst. Yeah. It's like, no, no, 
no that announcement was like kind of lackluster and this is like no it's not it's not bullet club you know anyway whatever <laughs> white pinning pole makes sense they do the bullet club thing again this whole show so remember all in back in 2018 the setup was it was very much a bullet club show with forbidden door like roh new japan and and some nwa there was a whole bunch of talent from everywhere um even ray mysterio who at the time was going back to wwe so there's a little mm -hmm. wwe in there the the point was it was a very much bullet club heavy show and we're getting that again tonight there's a lot of of bullet club influence in in this world title match so um I think Jay White pins Adam Cole. There's maybe a possibility that Kenny Omega shows up and talks. Don't yeah. expect him to get physical. Just be like, we are the leader. We are Bullet Club. We're better than this, blah, blah, blah. And then Kenny and Jay White beat the shit out of Adam Cole. And 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 Cole has no one to defend him because Red Dragon are currently injured. They're sidelined. Oh, man. Everyone's hurt. Everybody's hurt. It's yeah, it's I, yeah. One hell of a time. I hope Callus just shows up and trolls everyone again. That's fine. Don that's preferable to me. Speaking of impact wrestling, let Kenny uh, rest. <laughs> friends, get your super chats in. We're poor. Get get them in. Talk to us. Whatever. We're still talking to the chat too. Uh, interim AEW World Heavyweight Championship match: Hiroshi Tanahashi versus John Moxley. Now, if I'm not mistaken, I listened to John Moxley on Renee's podcast. They had a really good conversation. Of course, they would. They're married. Uh, and Mox had mentioned something about wanting this match for a long time, and TK telling him not yet, and Mox being like that pissed me off and now he kind of like backed his way into this match because of the cm punk injury uh first of all if i'm mox i'm not very happy that i just kind of got this match by happenstance I, yeah but it's and also it, the main event of the show so it's it like, is the oh, main event of the show uh i don't know if he really wanted this match i thought he'd have more to say about it but he kind of gave his standard mox promo like didn't really have much else that yeah he he's just like the they time. call you the ace let's fight okay okay i don't think i don't think I this don't... was the match that mox expected and he was putting emphasis on the world championship aspect of it and not the facing tanahashi aspect of it yeah and that's on like that's on the storytelling that he has to give like that he has to show yeah, it, I mean, it didn't fire me up for it. I'll tell you why. And then, and then the way that dynamite ended when they're just <laughs> standing there staring at each other while everybody else just gang wars all over the place. Like it didn't. It was silly. It, it didn't didn't really work for me because like I don't I don't understand why they're all so upset. <laughs> like I they, like it feels like most of these are just like there are belts on the line, so they're not like blood feuds. But I guess like they're upset the, at each other. I don't know. No, that finish to Dynamite confused the hell out of me too. We talked about that offline and and a little on Twitter. It, it felt like the tag match main event from Dynamite ended early, and then TK scrambled and was like, uh, "Send people out. Let's do a brawl. Let's do it the old go home pay per view way." But and like they don't. Like I don't, again, like it doesn't feel like any of these matches are so blood feudy that everyone is that angry to end up brawling all over the place. Like it just feels out of nowhere. Like, yeah, it felt weird. And and while they're doing that, they're trying to build for blood and guts, which is literally this coming Wednesday. So the the timing was just kind of messy. Yeah, like again, like it just it doesn't feel like they've done the work to make the emotional tension that high that everyone is that that pissed off that they're going to show and two shows in a row with with big gang war brawls because no one seems that upset none of this it seems like they're just doing a fun little thing let's all crisscross our brands like for a night like it doesn't it really doesn't seem blood beauty like and again hilarious that they did it on both dynamite and rampage and they taped both shows together it wasn't like rampage was live it was the the crowd was treated to two end of show brawls and i that felt very WCW to me, and I just I, I had to laugh because what else can you do? At least Eddie Kingston stabbed a guy with a pen, <laughs> as one should. I think it was. Jericho. Let's talk. <laughs> so, so Christian Cage is not on the card for for Forbidden Door. We got through Forbidden Door, though. That's kind of what what we expect. Do, oh, sorry, uh, Mox Tana. Who wins the match? Uh, Mox. What if Tanahashi wins? I think that's more interesting. I would love to see that because then I could get to know who Tanahashi is. <laughs> So presumably, for, unless they just like he never comes back and he's just got the interim title and they just leave it until CM Punk forbidden door, they expect to do again. Yes, I personally feel like they're going to do the second forbidden door show as part of Wrestle Kingdom weekend. 
it'll be either yeah. if they do three nights of Wrestle Kingdom again, it'll be night three. If they do two nights of Wrestle Kingdom, it'll be night two. Uh, or it'll just replace New Year's Dash like they did last year with night three of Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, it would make perfect sense. The timing is right in terms of uh, the placement of the the start of the year. How do you start hot? You have these big matches, and then you can switch some of the titles that uh, maybe you put on some other people. So you can do Punk versus Tanahashi if he's mm-hmm. ready at the beginning of the year. Why not? Well, what do we do in the meantime? We're going to have an interim interim title? <laughs> no, you have Tanahashi, Tanahashi showing up on, on Dynamite, or you okay. put a lot of emphasis on the tag division and a lot of emphasis on the TNT title. That TNT title is currently needing some some good TLC because they spent a lot of time trying to do the Sammy Guevara yeah. and then the, the what's his face, uh, the Scorpio Sky okay. match. No Scorp on the card, by the way, was weird to me for Forbidden Door. I would have loved to see Scorpio Sky even do a Men of the Year tag, whatever it was. It's too but much, either way. too many wrestlers, right? Like he can't do it's it true. all. So not that some of these matches needed to happen. Like, why is the gun club on here? Uh, we're being asked in the chat, what if MJF confronts Mox at the end of the night? I don't think it happens. I think when Mox comes back, it's after the New Japan smoke clears because he's like, I don't care about these guys. Yeah. And the yeah, ultimate sign of like, disrespect is completely ignoring the fact that it happens. Oh, yeah. Scorp is injured. That's oh, right. my God. Really? <laughs> yeah. He had a thing in that last title defense. Uh, he, he's not injured. He was getting checked out last, he said. Yeah. So I'm not going to go that far. Um, yeah, exactly. It's just. It, it is true. Everyone's injured. It is a snake. This is brutal. Yeah. This time is really bad. Yeah. And it's happening everywhere. It's, it's happened in AEW, it's happened WWE, it's happening in Impact. Like, it's happening everywhere. Um, and it kind of sucks. But yeah, I did. I forgot that Scorp had some discomfort and now he's maybe just taking some time off. Uh, so it makes sense not to put him on the card because he's the important thing is that he's TNT champion, which again, I go back to this. If Tana wins and he doesn't just fly back and forth, maybe he makes his residence in the States for a while. Maybe not. Yeah. Yeah. Tanahashi winning the, the AW interim championship is a really cool kind of like, F you set up for Forbidden Door. Too. Yeah, I th- I'm really interested in that. I, I kind of hope that's how it's going. Yeah, exactly. Who's injured in Impact? Who isn't injured in Impact? <laughs> Who isn't? Is it you a spiritual injury? Or... You don't know because Impact tapes so far in advance that you <laughs> don't know. God bless them for that. Is that a cover for the fact that you don't know? And you... <laughs> There's the G1 coming. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Or I don't remember. Yeah, the yeah. G1 is coming up. There is a month, but it's only a month. Also, there are three dynamites that coincide with G1 events. You could do stuff. Who knows? Is there? It's, I think Tanahashi winning would be just a fun change of pace. I think that'd be a really, and it'd be an interesting way to end that show, right? Like it would be a very good like finish. It would be injury, not injury. It would be interesting yeah. if you do something like um, if Mox wins, Mox and Miro, if Miro doesn't win the All Atlantic Championship, mm-hmm. you can build Miro, do Mox and Miro. That would be a good match, maybe for All Out. Um, All Out's still a while away. It's still September. Yeah. So you've got some time to build it. Or you just do a big summer event like Bash at the Beach that they can't use anymore um, and do Mox and Miro there. So there you go. Anything to add? No, I think that it'd be interesting. Like, but there's there's lots of opportunities if it's Mox, obviously. I like, and I don't know. I think Tana would be interesting. I think it's the more interesting of the two. I like the idea of Tana being the guy. Yeah. Sorry, chat. No one else is injured. Please stop saying that people are injured. There are a lot of injuries, but there are no current injuries that are just coming out. Unless, like, I just missed this. Uh, anyway, let's uh, let's move along. Let's talk about Christian Cage real quick. That was. A great promo from him. You people. No, it was very good. I, I was, he he I, did. He did. He, he did, did do a you people, but it, it was good. And honestly, like Luchasaurus coming out and choking him. That was the funniest bit when he was like, you're like, a side of- <laughs> like very funny. Christian still did got the good. Like the Luchasaurus eat Marco. Is that what we're inferring? <laughs> Remember what happened? <laughs> what happened to Marco? What did you eat him in his sleep? Like, what are we doing? What is what's happened to Marco? I know. I think like, it's like, Ooh, Marco. And then I like, think, kill I think it's that Marco got shoved to the side in favor of the ascent of jungle boy. So yes. that's Christian cage getting into Luchasaurus's head. Right. He's like, you remember you gonna you gonna go, you gonna follow the wayside too. So that's a really good 
comment because i didn't think about that from the storyline perspective because it's it's like the heel being such a piece of shit and it's so not true that jungle boy got pushed in favor of or marco got pushed yeah but they're using yeah but they're using but using that makes perfect sense so that's good i i really didn't think about that because that Um, way they can put luchasaurus as the muscle for christian cage uh do they keep him as a dinosaur is a question in my mind (laughs) I, I would, would love, love to get the mask off. I would if love not. if he took that mask off. Like he if looks n- good underneath that mask. <laughs> like, he's so good looking. Oh, I mean, he, he, you know, it's a good look like the long hair, big guy. Like I think, and, and you know, it only goes so far. Like Luchasaurus is a great indie thing where you can't tell a story and you just, you show up and you do the spectacle. Like, you don't need to do much other than be a dinosaur and it's awesome on the indies, but like on TV, it just, it doesn't work for me. And I think getting that mask off and making him Christian's Tomco <laughs> makes a lot of sense to me. I think, that would you be know, excellent. you know what they're going to do? They're going to put a black mask on Luchasaurus and call him Luchasaurus Oscuro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's also that, I guess, <laughs> by the way, just added to the, uh, the Ric Flair's last match event. For the Impact Knockouts Championship, Jordan Grace versus Rachel Ellering versus Deanna Perrazzo. So there's a there's a lot that of that show rocks. <laughs> like, what is going on? It's very frustrating that Ric Flair's last match will be a banger card overshadowed by Ric Flair's last match. I am so concerned, and also like the production of it might be weird as hell. Triller is involved in this, and like so, it, it's just going to be this spastic, like hyper pop looking strange affair i think okay so we did talk about this last night the thriller thing and i was trying to figure out what was going on so yes thriller actually they put their name on the card they did now okay because they had a secondary company thusio 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 is the third so fight thusio and thriller have their names on it and they're doing the show at the natural municipal auditorium uh they moved it earlier this what week a, so what a it's, boring name for a venue <laughs> yeah well that's just that's most most u.s venue names. that's most venue well mo, no most venues are massive like messed up brands so whatever all venues are named terribly yeah so it's, it's so frustrating because everyone's like rick flair's last match god this is going to be so stupid and then they just keep adding these banger matches and we're stuck because now we have to watch the show they hired somebody who knows something along the way. I don't know who who's doing it, but someone knows like how to put something together. It's, and then no, like Conrad, listen, Conrad, credit where it's due. Conrad Thompson like knows how to yeah. do this shit. He knows how to promote. He knows how, like, like look at his friggin' podcast empire. Look at ad free shows. Like he does a good job. Yeah, he knows how to get things that people are interested in, and not just people who are older invested. Um, he he. He just knows. He does. I'm sure he saw a lot of people shit all over the idea of Ric Flair's last match and just be like, Jim Crocker promotions. It's a bunch of old fogies going to watch this show. We got to get some new people on the show, get some some big level talent, and they're doing it. Plus, there's the prospect that Ric Flair might burst into a cloud of dust. So, you know, you'd want to watch just for the possibility. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what The big quote going around this past week was what Rick being like, uh, I blood. I'm on blood thinners. We'll, we'll take them off. I'll ju- uh, I just won't take them for that day. And I was yeah, like, is that a good idea? Not a good idea. You ask a that? doctor. And then my pacemaker, which we can just plug back in. It's like as, as if, as if it's just a, a zipper, and then a, just a quick like, put it in a one ten volt socket. That show is gonna be something else. Oh man. <laughs> let's do let's do ultimate X between Speedball Mike Bailey and Ric Flair. <laughs> do it nobody wants to face rick flair because they don't want to be the person who's known for murders rick flair (laughs) that's going to be a joke at the roast you know it's like you know that's a joke uh anyway so we're we're getting to the end of our time money in the bank is next saturday so you and i won't actually have time to give a prediction but let's just real quick because we got it who's going to win money in the bank on the men's and women's side uh two men are still tbd for the men the women, I think there's still one spot open, but uh, let's face it, we know who's going to win. That one's Lacey Evans. That one's yeah. easy, but uh, the men, I don't know. I feel like the two missing, we got is maybe Kevin Owens, and then who was the other one that people were kind of floating around? I mean, it's Madcap Moss. Oh, it is Madcap Moss. Yeah, 100%. Because you know, you know what we need. Oh, man. This is what comes after that. 
calling his shots. I fixed it this week for you. I gave you the PNG. Yeah, thank you. We we upgraded, folks. We went from this from Intercontinental Champion Madcap Moss. We've upgraded to WWE Universal Champion, World Heavyweight Universal. <sighs> whatever they're calling. They're both Madcap. oriented. You couldn't flip. One I tried on his left. Tried. Yeah, it wouldn't forward. look right. Yeah, it just didn't look right. All right. People saying Omos in the bank. God, no, please, no, God. please, Jesus, no. no, please, God. Brock winning money in the bank because he's already got another. You know what? That's how they get the title shot versus Roman because Brock does not deserve a title shot. No, two Roman losses right. in a row. Nonsense. No, does not need that shit. Uh, I, I, who, who else could be in the match? Uh, listen, Seth Rollins, probably the guy that I would have win. Yeah, I think so. At this point, because of the whole Cody thing. And then you've got to build Rollins as an undefeatable champion. Rhodes comes in, wins the Royal Rumble, and then they do Rollins versus Rhodes four, but for the championship, and Rhodes wins again. And then Seth Rollins is 0-4 versus Cody Rhodes. But you can build Rollins as the champion in the meantime. Have Rollins come in at SummerSlam. They've teased the cash in. Have him win the last man standing match by making it a triple threat last man standing match when both men take each other out so badly to the point the referee is doing a double count so seth rollins comes out imagine that like the heat behind that would be absolutely ridiculously stupid the guy wins the title because both men beat the shit out of each other so hard that they both couldn't make the 10 count so the guy in the triple threat how does it wait how does it even work if you cash in money in the bank during a match with a stipulation but the match isn't fin- like it's not after the match it's during the match with the stipulation, would it take on that stipulation's rules, or is it just a triple threat at that point? Like, how I mean, would realistically, that work? all you need to do is have. Oh man, you could also do it after the match, but I don't like the yeah. idea of someone pinning Roman. Really, no. Brock needs to be factored into the loss here. Yeah, and so Brock like, needs to be like the catalyst for the loss. It's super. We also for the month that he has that money in the bank. Uh, briefcase Seth Rollins would be annoying as hell. <laughs> like, That's the I, best part. I don't. I'm so tired of annoying heels with the money in the bank contract. I'm over. All it. they know. That's I all can't they know. with the nonsense of the last one, like with the the Miz and uh, Otis crap. Like I can't. I can't anymore. I think you can. No. So Seth Rollins wins the money in the bank. That's yeah. I think probably. Like they could either be. him or if they had any Ezekiel. sense, if they had any sense, they would give it to Madcap Moss, honestly. Like with no with no I agree joke about it. I think that would be the best way to do things. You need to build new stars because people keep breaking themselves. Like he has the goods. Five years ago, when they did the first ever women's money in the bank match, people were like all saying it's gonna be Becky, it's gonna be Charlotte, it's gonna, you know, but no, the point of money in the bank, like you just said, it's to build a new star. Look, and then, then you got money, finally... Madcap Moss. You got Triple M. <laughs> there you go, money, money in the Madcap. But people yeah. were saying like it's got to be Becky, it's got to be Charlotte. And then finally, someone, you know, the voice of reason spoke up and was like, "No, it's Carmella." Yeah, it's Carmella who they've been slowly building as a competitive athlete. So it, for me, it just makes perfect sense to do Lacey Evans winning the women's Money in the Bank, yep. and then do because because also before WrestleMania. Before she got pregnant, I mean, they had huge WrestleMania plans for her, and that didn't happen because she had to go away for for a year. Uh, but now there's an opportunity for them to revisit the Lacey Evans story and do stuff. Uh, and then for the men's, they got thrown into disarray because of Cody. So Seth winning and then winning the championship and then them going back to Seth and Cody, that eh, makes sense. It, it, it sucks, but it's just the way that they book. It would be the way. Madcap Moss holding that that briefcase would make even more sense if you're trying to build a new star, but that's clearly not what they're looking no, at. Right and now. Like you, you know, people will talk about like the heel have to have the briefcase time things. No, I think, I think a guy, this kind of green to stuff might be uncertain of himself. Right. And he, so that way you can delay the cash in and he can just be working on building his confidence and like beating guys in the ring over now and then, and just be like, no, I'm waiting for the right time. You know? Like, I see chat saying Sami Zayn. I would be surprised if Sami Zayn makes it through most of the match, makes yeah. it through the entire match. He's there to be the guy that gets the ladders piled on top of him and lose the match. Yeah. And if KO's in the match, then KO's the guy who does a stupid does most spot. Of the piling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> does the spot that ends with all the ladders. In the, yeah. 
Anyway, let's get out of here. It's a nice day outside. Let's go enjoy the sunshine or at least the thunderstorms coming. Tim, where can the people find you on the internet? They can find me at Tim Stone P, GMB, EP, Twitter, Instagram. You know where we are. It's Fightful Overbooked. Get on it. Tell your friends. Hang out with us. I'm Atrial Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. Ladies, gentlemen, friends beyond the binary, we will see you in the next one. Enjoy Forbidden Door. <laughs>